Justin, how are you today? Doing well, my friend. Glad to be back on this snowy day. It's bringing the bringing the heat with DNVR bets, right? That's right. That's right. I'm calling. I'm typing up my tweet for the show now, which I'm notoriously late doing. Always, I was trying to spell Nostradamus. I'm calling you the Mountain Wests Nostradamus. Ooh, I like um, it. It's, I have no idea how to spell one. it, but I do like it. It's a lofty comp, but as long as we stick to predictions, I don't think it's too, too, too problematic, which you love to see. Also, Justin, happy to report in our nonsense heavy show that an issue I've had that's plagued me all week. We tried to provide a solution last week. It, it, it did not provide the solution I seeked, but finally I am back to being able to text from my Mac. Big, big time stuff for your guy. I, uh, the productivity for me has really increased in this. People don't one. understand actually oh. how frustrating that is, though. Like when you're trying to, the worst. You know, you're on the stream and you're trying to get something that you have an iMessage, and then you have to like email it to your, you know, send it as a text to your email, and then re-download it. It's like a whole That's pain horrible. in the ass. It's a, you know, quote unquote, white person problem or whatever you know, as they say on the internet, but definitely a, a legitimate one. Yeah, and I mean, producer Kale is mentioning uh, Android Life, how he's never been able to text from his computer. Kale, you don't know what you're missing. I've, uh, you know, many friends have been omitted from groups because you just, it's not, it's not the color of the text. It's being able to text from your computer. I frankly hate all Mac technology. I think they are savages and are overselling inferior products. But that connectivity keeps me coming back so there you go and our connectivity to winning justin keeps you coming back because you are as always fan favorite kind of a massive couple weeks in the mountain west so i'm actually really glad that rk was um out today and we could make this happen i think that's enough tomfoolery for now let's jump into your big three because as i mentioned in my tweet Mega updates on a whole lot of futures. So I want to save some time for uh for seg two part two of the show. Um so yeah, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Um with, with my big three here, we can pull it up. I've wow. got a couple of Mountain West games, and honestly, like I, I'm a big proponent of betting what you know. And because of that, I'm I'm trying to stay That's in right. it now. That's right. I think this uh, Utah State New Mexico total is now like 147 and a half, which makes me feel oh. a little bit more nervous. But I was definitely on it when it was 149. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll take that under. Um, Love that I when just, it moves in your direction. Always a great sign, Justin. Always a great sign. Agreed. It's just hard to score in Logan. You know, New Mexico's got a couple of really versatile guards in Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. They're the second best offense in the Mountain West, so it's kind of you know counterintuitive to some extent. But this is a game that Utah State desperately needs. They don't want to lose anymore and, and end up with a really terrible seed in the Mountain West tournament. I like them at home defensively. I think they're just going to stuff them. And New Mexico coming off of their worst game of the season, they lost to San Jose State. So I just I, I don't like a lot of offense in that game, period. UNLV at Nevada. Nevada's actually won like seven of the last eight against UNLV. Nevada's been the better brand over the last half decade. Right now, though, UNLV is the more complete team. They're really hot. 
Bryce Hamilton's a stud on the wing. Dre and I were texting about him yeah. earlier. The best player in the country that nobody's talking about. A guy that's dropped 40-plus more than once this season and yeah. lives to be that villain in an opposing arena. So I think in an in-state rivalry game, I like UNLV. They're defending, and I like him to pull the upset at plus 125. Another road upset, which is, again, not something you go with it very often in college basketball. I like San Diego State to take down Boise State on the road tonight. Boise State did beat them in San Diego, but it was a really wonky game that had 79 combined points between the two teams. One of the uglier games I've I've ever remembered. Both of these defenses are really, really good. I expect baskets to come at a premium, but this is classic San Diego State upset territory. Everyone's in on Boise State at this point. That's when they kind of snatch your soul and remind everyone why they've been the top of the league for the last decade. Love that. Um, that. Really, DMVR bets, I think what we have honed in and understood is we we are all, we all possess answers and knowledge that few possess, not even the book and perception itself. And Justin, you've leaned into that, and it's been a, it's really been a key. I love that we have these three Mountain West games. If we could get props, where would they set like Hamilton's points for tonight? Like 22 and a half? Yeah, 20. I'd maybe even more like 23 and a half, 24 and a half with the way that he plays in these big ones. Um, yeah, you kind of got to hike those up too because there's, you know, the public's always more intrigued in an over and, you know, like a big half, you can cover that like in the blink of an eye with guys like that. So you got to kind of cover yourself a little yeah i think you're right i mean that's absurd that tells you what kind of a scorer he is for a college kid right here he's just so versatile i mean he's he can make bad shots one but he's just he's one of those guys that makes really tough shots nba type threes with hands in his face can create for himself he's explosive on the drive and what he's really learned to do and and what made the big difference in unlv's win over csu on saturday is the fact that he's learned to take the kickout pass when it's there. When they double him, when they triple him, he'll make that skip pass to the corner, and they have other guys that are hitting threes now, and that's just really been the big difference. And honestly, man, UNLV is a scary team. Nobody wants to play them in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, they'll be fun to monitor. I'll be thinking of you. Um, you got you to text me when UNLV is like a, a hot dog these next couple will, of weeks. Yeah. You know, just, we got a lot of big games, know. so. If you're a DMVR member, uh, go check it out. I posted in my article, I included all the schedules of the the top four teams in the Mountain West. So it's, you know, we'll get into this later when we talk about some of the college basketball futures, but there's going to be a lot of cannibalization. So some, uh, some big chances to make money here. Absolutely, man. I mean, I mean, again, it it all goes into what, you know, and uh, there's no doubt, you know, Mountain West hoops. So uh, keep it, keep it running while it's hot. Let's get to my big three. I'm coming off a one and two night. Uh, Not my best, just, just not my best. I parlayed the Kraken didn't work out because somehow Hank, I hope you're still in the comments. Great call on the Canadians. Uh, did not see that coming. Massive dogs, and you had the puck line, and they they just got obliterated. So then, and then Villarreal didn't come through for me. What what are you gonna do? But um, it's okay. I'm sticking to my fade the Kraken method. Kraken coming off back to back, so I'm even gonna um 
buy a little value here, acquire a little value, and take the 60-minute line with the Islanders, who've been much, much better in the second half of the season, much better play in goal. It's kind of helped that Varlamov and one of the better goalie tandems has been out for COVID, so that's giving a... Sorokin, some more consistent time. Guys like Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, Barzal, all that talent up front for the Islanders is all feeling better. And, uh, you know, Seattle, the crack, and they're stuck with Gruby because uh, Chris Drieger's out, and he's just not – He's he's been fine. As I said, he's been fine. It's that the team just doesn't play well around Grube. And, uh, yeah, this is actually tremendous value on the Islanders 60-minute. Then give me Aaron – Ekblad. Um, Ekblad? Yeah, I feel like I need to pronounce that L, but it doesn't matter. I may not know how to pronounce his name, but I know this guy is a true standout on the blue line for the Florida Panthers, having an outstanding season. He's a standout for my fantasy team, and um, he's putting shots on goal like crazy. So while the book adjusts on El Perro, the other outstanding uh, you know, uh, fan favorite for us when it comes to shot on goal, props of course i'm talking about um alexander barkov for the panthers his number has changed to three and a half i will take ekblad here at two and a half he's been hitting the over at a tremendous rate and they take on the nashville predators which actually i think is kind of one of those games that really plays into you know stud blue liner against stud blue liner and uh ekblad will get his and then Braden shen a standout who's been uh for the st louis blues uh, really been hot lately. He's hit the over on this prop uh, four of the last five. Really kind of hitting his stride. I believe it was like uh, eight of the last 12 as well. This is a classic. Everybody loves a low number. Kind of mining those lower shot on goal props and where you can get them right now. Um, and Ekbad, tremendous value. And, you know, one that hit for me yesterday, Mitch Marner. He, Mitch Marner still at two and a half as well as the Maple Leafs take on the Blue Jackets. You could parlay all three of those. That'd be a nice little uh, little Tuesday night three-way parlay on just shots on goal. That would feel very good. So uh, there you go. There are. I love your I love your them. hockey bets just because <laughs> I don't – I just – I feel like there's a little bit more predictability with some of these individual props, you know, in the NHL because yeah. you know, it's three-point shots. It's, it's kind of a – it's kind of a shit show in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like That's Nikola right. Jokic, some nights right. he's going to pop up seven and some nights he's not, not even going to take one. You know, Nathan McKinnon, he's going to put two, three shots on goal every single game when mm-hmm. you can get those, you know, value lines. I, I like it. I ride with you on these a lot of the time and they're pretty lucrative. Yeah. It's all a matter of just finding the right. I, I think this season, it took us a while, but I think we're starting to, to adjust but you know you can't stick to your same old props because sooner or later barkov's gonna get raised to three and a half i mean guys like austin matthews and mckinnon you're finding them at four and a half now you know so uh miko who used to be just like gold at two and a half he's been adjusted to three and a half so it's been finding cadre and finding new guys who you can now mine you gotta you gotta always try and stay ahead of the book that's the thing that's the game here um I brought it Speaking back around. At first, I sounded kind of silly. I, I like hockey bets. <laughs> no, I, I like your I like your player props. Speaking of which, what jersey are you wearing right now, Justin? I've been oh, wondering man, this whole time. Oh. Game Day Mutombo. Oh my gosh. 
classic. Kimmy Mutombo, Blue Skyline, a true, true classic right there. Um, very nice. The that yellow and blue, it was it was not sitting right. It felt like you were wearing a Warriors jersey, and I knew okay. you would never do that, and you would never do that while wearing a Nuggets hat. Um, <laughs> I don't even old... own. I, I wouldn't even own a Warriors jersey. Like I, if I if I acquired it, I would donate it to charity or something. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, give it to a little Steph fan. Yeah, or send it to that Memphis Grizzlies jersey swap. You see that? That was great stuff. That yeah, was get a John stuff. Morant jersey. <laughs> we, we, small school guys. We we can we can get after uh Ja. Speaking of the book, speaking of our love of sports, DraftKings Sportsbook, number one in all of the land and much beyond, as you all know. Um, the app's fantastic, customer service cannot speak higher to how they have taken care of myself and my homies in any times of discomfort or need. Great free pools. We were messing around with those yesterday. Odds boost galore. The app with a little bit of an update. So now you click the old opt-in. It's all a little more clear-cut, a little more sleek. Then they've got Stats Hub, where that's my place to go. It's the only app that actually gives accurate times of when games are starting. And uh, you you can even you start to navigate it right. You can uh, you can the injury reports. I can even watch some Euroleague basketball on the app. It's incredible. I mean, literally, that saved me like a two hundred dollars subscription a year to Euroleague TV because I'm a sicko. So there you go. Um, and this this week, Justin, new users. I bet you knew you know what new users get. They. They like they bet a dollar and they win a hundred and fifty some odd dollars on NBA. Is that right? I, I want to double check. I think it's bet five. Um, actually, I haven't done it this week. This See, is not... I put Hank on the spot, and Hank surprised us. Hank had the answers. It was I a run it. it back from last week. I never, I never do these reads, so I don't remember. And when I have you guys I on, you. I now just defer to you. And that that makes for some friendly fun. So tell us, tell us. What you can do, head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, I might add. Bet $1 on any team, get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. You can also get in with the same game parlay, combine multiple bets from the same game, get a bigger payout. It's safe, secure, and reliable. And, you know, deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you need. Maybe you got date night coming up, you know, pull out a little bit of money pay for dinner, you know, keep it rolling. It's all about being fluid. Go to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Make sure that you're using that code DNVR when you sign up. Yes, absolutely. Very well done. Thank you, Justin. Those three shop props you parlay together plus 379. Bad. Um, but let's get in to some futures and uh justin we're just gonna get it out the way now yeah there you go nfl draft nba college basketball and lnhl's must bet futures so we did have you on was it last week two weeks ago recently two weeks itched, ago, yeah to talk about some intriguing futures in college basketball and we were actually both kind of surprised by how if we go to the division winners um, or the conference winners, rather, you were getting some really nice odds on teams sitting in second or third place who might have just been game, game and a half back. 
Um, I know our guy Mitch, DMVR Rapids, made a nice little chunk of change or is looking to potentially make a nice chunk of change on a Kentucky future just a week ago because they won a game and Auburn dropped one. So now they're neck and neck um, for the SEC. You can still get Kentucky at plus 800, by the way. And and they're very much in the thick of things. Like it's it's That's so reactionary. Nuts. It's it's odd. Auburn's really good. Like I get it. Auburn Auburn's probably great. been the most impressive team I've watched consistently this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's but... got a ton of talent though, and they got a favorable schedule down the line. And if we're just talking value, I mean plus eight hundred, it's there's just a couple of them. Like if if you look at the Mountain West as well, like Right now, Boise State, they are the favorite at minus 105. You can get Wyoming at plus 110. They're tied for the lead. You can get San Diego yep. State at plus 1100. I already said I think they will beat Boise State tonight. If that happens, all of a sudden, these odds are going to completely flip by morning. I When I talked to you this morning, Colorado State was at plus 2500. It's already down to plus 2000 because yeah. people are betting it. There's a realistic path there. They're two right. games back. CSU... You know, they trail Wyoming, they trail Boise State by two games each. They play both of them at home. So if they sweep there, you're sitting one game behind. All these other teams still have to play each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they got to play UNLV, they got to play Fresno State, they got to play Nevada. Like, yep. just naturally, a lot of these teams are going to pick up a second loss. And all of a sudden, if CSU can just go undefeated, it's not a guarantee, but there's a pretty good shot at the very minimum. They're tied for first place. And and, you know, we get into the tiebreakers and it can get a little bit wonky, but, you know, I, I really love the value, especially at just plus 2000. Right. With, I mean, the equation you're betting on is for the Rams to beat Boise State and Wyoming, but at least both those games are at home. And in the previous matchups, those were really close and seem to favor the Rams, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a free throw away from beating Wyoming on the road in regulation. They end up dropping that oh. game in overtime up in Laramie. They beat Boise State by double digits. So, I mean, they there is a path for CSU. There's a path for San Diego State as well, I'll say, at plus 1,100. Totally. They're one game back. Totally. If they beat Boise State tonight, you know, things are going to get really interesting. But they still have to play Wyoming, too. A lot of these teams have to go to UNLV. They have to play Nevada and Grant Sherfield. Some of them have to play Orlando Robinson in Fresno State, a guy who's considered, you know, the best NBA prospect. So it's just like, it's it's plus 2,000 for a reason. You need a lot to go your way, but it's not nearly as crazy as you would think. Like if I was, if I was setting this, I would put it at more like plus 1,100 for CSU right now. I'd put San Diego State at like plus 500, but you're getting in my estimation, twice the value you deserve. Thank you, because that's really the that's the point I wanted to make. If you were to parlay the Rams to go 3-0, and hosting Wyoming, hosting Boise State, in between, you have a road game to Utah State. Now, shit, that's no cupcake. I mean, if you Not were to all. pick three opponents in the Mountain West, those are the three toughest, excluding... Colorado State, and you could make an argument for UNLV and the form they've been in, and we've we, we've covered that. Um, but if you were to parlay the Rams to win those three games to simply go three and zero, they're at most these are at most pickums. You're talking anywhere from plus one twenty to minus one twenty. 
So that parlay wouldn't look that much different than the three shot on goal parlays I just gave out for the NHL. That's a plus 374 because it's three bets in the minus. Let's round that up and say that should be plus 500. You're basically getting a three-leg parlay at around plus 500 in the plus 2,000s. I'm not off with that, right? Uh, well, I mean, you need like a little bit more to go your way, obviously, because you need the other teams to lose, too. You need but a, at least one loss is, from is both Boise and Wyoming. And San Diego State. Um but right, which San Diego State's only one game ahead, and CSU already yeah. split with them. So right, like, and they play; they have to play both Wyoming and Boise State. So the odds of them winning both, like, that's my point here. Is just naturally, all of these teams, like San Diego State and Boise State, they play tonight. That's head to head. One of them already is going to yeah. pick up the extra loss that CSU needs. One of those teams to pick. They all play each other. Like, it could just happen. Yeah, I think your comparison's right on. Again, you need a little bit more to go your way. That's but true. It's like a plus five hundred bet. So maybe, maybe you say you factor in the other stuff you need to go your way. That makes it like plus eight hundred. But again, yeah. still you're getting this at plus two thousand. And telling that from when we were talking about it this morning, that switched. Didn't Wyoming's odds flip drastically? Weren't they more like in the plus two to three hundreds here? Yeah, Wyoming. I, they were like plus two eighty, I think, and now that's Dang. all the way down to plus one ten. So everybody's looking at it the same way I am. And they're thinking, look, any of these top four teams can win. I might as well just go for the best value. Like at this point, if, if San Diego state goes and, and beats Boise state on the road tonight, there's probably more value in betting on Boise state tomorrow. Cause you'll be able to get them at plus money. But today this is where the value is at. Anything else that stands out to you? I mean, the races for the Big Ten and Big East, just looking at the odds, seem pretty close. But uh, this is all I about like Providence in the Big East. They're actually a game above Villanova right now. And even with a one-game lead, because they do have to play at Villanova in the season finale, they're plus 120. You can get them at plus. I mean, again, it's just a value thing. They are leading. So as long as they don't blow it, you know, there's there's good value there. And I'm, I've been a big Nova guy over the years. They they just don't have the scoring depth that they typically do. And they don't have somebody that can facilitate or create. And that's kind of the toughest part. They have a bunch of shooters, but they don't have anybody to, to put that team in position to consistently score. Yeah, that is intriguing that the book, as overreactionary as the book has been, that on that Nova Providence. But that goes to tell you, A, the name brand that a program like Nova has to college basketball betters. I mean, that whole coaching staff. Um, but man, I mean, that's a team that not only has to play Providence, they've got, um, they've got Butler and UConn tonight. So like, it's an uphill battle. Um, and uh, big 10, do you want to move on to NHL or NBA or do you have anything? On that? Big 10 is, I can't I can't get a grip this whole especially this whole fight thing now is going to really throw a loop into things. I do like the value you can get at Wisconsin. I will say that. The, the last time I checked they were the second best at like plus 300. I mm-hmm. I like them potentially getting hot here down the stretch. But that is a league that makes me a little bit worried so I, I I've been staying away from it cuz from on a night to night basis it's just been it's been a tough one to to get my thumb on. So competitive too. I mean, that's the thing. They're, yeah, like, they can, and, they're all good, and they all win. And like, 
the thing about the Mountain West is home court really matters a ton. So the fact that I'm betting on road teams tonight is like pretty significant. It doesn't I almost never do sure, it. Sure, sure. In right. the Big Ten, it seems to happen like road teams win all the time, it seems like to me. Hmm. I don't have That's the numbers to back that up, but it's just yeah. like a working theory I have. But like a lot right. of the times I'll just bet on, especially if you can get the road team, if it's like a pick'em game, I'll just take the road team at like plus one hundred because why not? It's the Big Ten. Interesting, because the Pac-12 is the other way. I mean, forever it felt like, oh, Pac-12, like the, the mm-hmm. crappiest team in the world can win at home. Doesn't matter. What I wonder how much of that is like travel-based and, you know, out West we have to travel a, a lot more. But, you know, Midwest, it is the Middle West, Justin. They do, it's, it's a little more travel. It's not like the Northeast. <laughs> I mean, people who follow this show, they know what kind of geography experts we are here. So, <laughs> uh, okay, that's uh, that's uh, intriguing. That's uh, insights you can only get here. Somebody's going to like go research this and they're going to find them just like completely ass backwards on it. And they're going to be like, Big Ten teams win 80% of the time at home. And this moron has no idea what he's talking about. But <laughs> I'm, but again, I'm being honest with you. It's a working theory. I, I didn't dive into this. This is a gut thing. I watch a lot. I watch it a lot. And based on the bets I've won and based on the bets I've lost, when I bet on road teams in the Big Ten, I win. When I bet on home teams, they let me down. It's it's all about vibes sometimes. I'm, I'm with you. Um, all right. Beautiful. Awards here. We're going to go to the NHL because James Norris, last time you were here, you were getting Makar in the plus. Now he's at minus 110. Um, I, I have a fun parlay. Yeah. What you got? I placed it about five or six weeks ago. It's uh, Kale Makar to win the Norris and Colorado mm-hmm. State to, to win the Mountain West. So I need CSU to pull their part oh, of that man. bargain because I think, I think Makar is going to hold up his. I think he's got it, man. Um yeah, I also think this race for the Vesna. We have all sorts of great bets on on Makar Norris, but uh, I was seeing Sheffy in the comments earlier saying last time Hank was on the show two weeks ago, he put two of Hank's Olympic bets, parlayed that with Jokic MVP and Makar to win the Norris. All of those looking good with Jokic MVP maybe being the most, uh, you know the the longest shot because the other two hit and Norris. I mean, Makar to win the Norris just keeps gaining value right now. So, and even at minus one ten, Jokic to, to like he. I agree. It's probably the biggest long shot, but he's the second leading betting favorite right now in between Embiid and, and Giannis. And if all of a sudden Denver gets hot, you know, and they end up finishing with like the fourth seed or something, it, it's going to be really hard to argue that Jokic isn't the MVP. I mean, the big thing is going to be the Embiid injury. That's always around the corner. Um, with the other yeah, factor I hate being... It, I hate that it is. Well, oh, of course. Of course. It's terrible, man. I mean, it's it's the thing that, that sucks about the NBA is that some of these guys just struggle to keep it together. And honestly, it's it's probably the most underrated greatness factor to Jokic um, is that like the continuity for a man that big otherworldly other that's a good point he's like a 1990 civic put 400,000 miles on it drive it through the snow drive it off a cliff still running. unfazed 
playing its driving its best in the snow like 4000 miles in like it's it's incredible 400,000 rather um so Jokic plus 290 I think is still really juicy um the NBA awards are just kind of whack there's like the value is not really there like I like Draymond Green defensive player of the year at plus 200 Draymond's He's the good second one. best um mm-hmm. Even then, it but feels the like like at plus two hundred, it just feels like it's kind of a long shot at that. Um, I like Milwaukee to win the Central Division at plus one ten, especially with Alex Caruso's injury. I just think that's going to make it tough for Chicago to sustain the success that they've had all season. I think they're a fun team; they're a team that I'm rooting for. But I think Milwaukee has just kind of been coasting, to be honest. Like I think at this point, yeah. They have made enough playoff runs to understand it's not really like they don't need to win 65 games. They just, you know, like they just kind of got to hang around and then they'll get it together there at the end, probably barely steal the division, especially with that injury to Caruso and and end up being one of the potential finals favorites. That's a good one. Um, You've kind of got some decent value on the Suns to win the West right now at plus 180. Obviously, would have been a shoe in prior to this Chris Paul injury. But That's that restores that some value. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it makes how it do you more trust fun, them though. without. How do you trust them without Chris Paul? You know, you can't really. I still would hammer away their title favorite stuff. Um, a plus like four twenty five is really good value. They. Like, see, I think they're as much of a shoe-in as the Avs to win the Stanley Cup at plus 400. But the NHL, completely different monster. Like, the favorite very rarely wins the Stanley Cup. While the favorite like, hasn't almost won never. the NBA championship in my... In the, like, let's say 20 years, 22 years I've been following, three times the fave going into the season hasn't won the chip. Basically, Detroit twice, Toronto, which, you know, injuries galore. Last year was such an anomaly. I mean, I'm sure I'm disregarding like a couple, like the first Shaq Lakers title. Maybe they're not the faves going in. Um, I was going to say, I don't think, I don't think the D Wade Shaq Miami title. That's a great point. That's a great um, point. Um, yeah, it's it's on a year to year basis, you know, like eight out of ten years, it's probably going to be the the favorite exactly. that wins it. Exactly. Um, so at plus four twenty five, really good value. You can get Milwaukee at plus seven hundred. I just talked them up. I think in the East, them or Miami at plus one thousand. I don't know. I, I certainly all? like Phoenix a lot more. I just I think getting there is so much easier in the East, and the the value at plus 700 or plus 1000 versus only plus 425 for both Phoenix and Golden State. There's something to be said about that. Yeah, and I mean, while it sucks, you are you're on the side of a Duran injury, an Embiid injury. These guys who are often fragile and have these injuries benefits you. Um, You're on the right side of it. Well, you know, like that's a shitty way to think. Like we... Ultimately, we do this because we love sports and we're not trying to win bets off of like fluke injuries or like bad refing, you no, know. But it's something um, you have to consider. Like, it's you have to. You have it's to. why I won't put any money down on 
it's that's why I didn't put any money down on the Nets this year. You know, as much as I thought, you know, like on paper, you look at them and it's like, oh my God, they have all this talent. But then with all the Kyrie stuff and KD's injury history, it's just like, yeah. is this the team that I want to have my money attached to that, you know, it could end at any point with KD's injury. Right. We don't know yeah. if Kyrie's going to show up to work. James Harden, you know, quit on that team. Now, obviously they traded him, but same thing with like Philly, like, yeah, I love Embiid. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Oh, he's incredible. I'd be so nervous if I had serious bankroll, you know, invested in that guy or Harden oh, for that matter. Terrifying. It honestly, it kind of like, you know, and I mean, shit, we don't have to stay here and be like, oh, what would it be like? It'd be like being a Nuggets fan and watching MPJ play every night. You know, like anytime the guy comes you down, your you're like holding yeah. your breath. Like it sucks. It's a shitty way to watch sports, but like you love these guys. It's it's all you can do. It's, a, it's such a sick living. Um, Why do we do this added, to ourselves? I know, really. We added conference seating to um, the NBA futures section. Nuggets to be the sixth seed minus 110. Um, Phoenix to be the one seed minus 900 in the west while miami to be the one seed in the east minus 110 bucks to be the one seed plus 400 i know you're intrigued by that justin i really like that yeah um grizz to lock in the three seed which that really does feel like a lock to me so I guess they like could barring a co- epic collapse, they're so deep. Like I don't know if I trust them as an actual contender, but I do think they finish in the top four. Yeah, they do feel like in a playoff series. Aside from Ja, just needs to go like nutty. It is like who's that. gonna totally who's gonna set step up consistently for them in a playoff format to like deliver enough like half court offense to like defer off of jaw, you know, um, I'm what with you. you. They Denver's seem ceiling. Do you, do you think it's that six seed? God, it's yeah, probably. Cause I'm really because... tempted to take the value just to, I mean, the, the plus 200 for the 500. It's so juicy. I mean, if you go the four seed, all of a sudden it's crazy, but that would be banking on Jokic basically just like carrying this team single-handedly to like a 900 winning percentage over the second half of the year. And I don't think that's going to happen. So, but um, I don't know. I'm tempted to take the the value on that five seed there just because I do think Jokic is good enough to kind of lift Denver in a couple of these games that they probably don't deserve to win, but they might end up taking in the end. And Kale and I were talking, you know, earlier, sounds like Jamal and, and MPJ could be a part of the picture later. And I'll give him the floor here because I imagine that this is what he wants to chime in on. Um, all I know is the Nuggets are favored in their first six games back after the All-Star break straight. Um, so if they go 6-0 and out of that break, they'll be the four seed probably. Um, briefly, if not, because uh, then they go into a little bit of a hard stretch. But they have a chance to go 6-0 and here. So I like that plus money to get the five seed. I think that's a great bet. I'm not super convinced on the Mavs either. Um, you know, not either. like just... I love Luca, but I don't think that that team well, has quite reached its. Mm-mm. They don't play with the mentality of like a you know a contender. A, I'm gonna kill you every night. Sometimes they do, but it's just so inconsistent. 
and you know, Kristaps being gone, like they're figuring some things out. Four seed is really juicy. I mean, Nuggets at plus twelve hundred. I'm considering sprinkling seed. it just for the value. Again, like you have to recognize that that's a that's an uphill battle, and you need some things to go your way. But the value's there. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's basically being pitched as like, if nothing else, that could be a quick like flip on a buyout. Um, you know, like within two weeks, that plus fourteen hundred bet might be closer to plus four hundred or you know plus one fifty. Um, and then that's like because again, very overreactionary to have like the team that is locked into that seed just be a a predominant favorite when like the the games between the jazz at the four and the nuggets at the five are merely merely three um and you know it's just one and a half games splitting the difference with the mavs as the five just to give you guys some cons uh some context the nuggets have won three coming into the all-star break they're favored in six out of it if everything goes their way that's a nine game winning streak um, and then you're probably looking at Jamal being healthy at that point as well. So they're probably going to go on a run after that just for the sheer added depth of having another healthy guard on the roster who can run a pick and roll, which they only have one of them right now. I would buy into all the Nuggets futures you can because um, things are about to get a lot easier for them and they have the easiest schedule down the stretch. There you go. Um, the entire I didn't the, Ailes talking me into that that four seed bet. Just I, I don't think tasty. I, to clarify, it's tasty. I don't think they get there. I think the Nuggets end the season as the five seed. But I'm just saying there's a lot of value there for how things are lined up for the Nuggets coming down the stretch. Very interesting. Um, I didn't realize this, but the NFL section has added some player futures specials, including Aaron Rodgers as next team um, with the Green Bay Packers at minus 250 and the Denver Broncos at plus 350. Um, so, you know, Broncos twice as likely to land Aaron Rodgers as Kentucky is to win the SEC in basketball. this year. According to the book, that's the kind of terms I like to put that in, Justin. That feel good. Um, and, and more likely to hit than my three-leg parlay on those shots on goals, which, like, come on. Deshaun Watson, the Washington Commodore, Commanders, plus 300 favorites with the Bucks at plus 350, and then the Steelers Saints at plus 900 each, and the Texans and Broncos both at plus 1,000 with the Vikings. Interesting. Um, And then Russell Wilson... Go check those out. No good odds on Rust. My guy has to go. He's the Nostradamus of the Mountain West. Check out all his stuff on DMVR Rams, the pod, the writing. He's got hints to bets in it all. He's jumping on the radio. Best of luck, folks. We out.